0: Welcome, everyone, to the Apocalyptic Podcast. I'm Steve. He is...
1: Reverend Dr. Lawrence Van Beek.
0: Yeah, you better use the full title, everyone. If you're going to refer to my friend, you dang right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> NCSO EMR Emeritus.
0: Yeah. Uh, there it is. There it is. There it
1: is. <laughs>
0: I, I don't have any fancy titles like that, but hey, it is good that you do. And my friend, it is good to see you again. And we're going to talk about Amos 2, right?
1: We certainly are. We're picking it up at at um, at Amos chapter two verse six, and then we're going to probably do three. Um, remember, he just finished judging the outside nations, and as you so eloquently said last week, everybody was going, "Yeah, yeah, hammer them, hammer them," and now he's going to turn around and say, "And now it's your turn." Remember, you used that line about your brother. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh well, I forgot the line already.
1: Oh, your brother's getting in trouble, and you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, go get him, mom and and dad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hang on a second. It's
0: not. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, that sucks.
1: (laughs) Now it's your turn, and and that's exactly what's going to happen. And I love this for three sins, even four. He keeps doing that. eh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right, folks. So we're going to jump. We're going to jump right in chapter two, starting at verse six. Here we go. This is what the Lord said, for three sins of Israel, for even for four, I will not relent. They sell the innocent for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the heads of the poor as on the dust of the ground and deny justice to the oppressed. Father and son use the same girl and so profane my holy name. They lie down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge. In the house of their God, they drink wine taken as fines. Yet I that, destroyed. Okay. No,
1: no, no. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You can you can keep going about the Amorites.
0: Yet I, yet I destroyed the Amorites before them, though they were tall as Caesar, cedars and as strong as oaks. I destroyed their fruit above and their roots below. I brought you out of Egypt and led you for forty years in the wilderness. I will give to you, or give you, the land of the Amorites.
1: Yeah. So. It's a little disgusting um some of this stuff here uh, mm-hmm. I find it disgusting you know like they're selling the innocent for a pair of sandals they're they're doing all this stuff that that people finish and they go it was just business mm-hmm. you know you know when they crush some other um group of people they go look it was just business uh, yep. you know there was nothing against them um, but, but we know that it's never just business. It's, um, mm-hmm. there's people's lives in the balance and God said they can't do that kind of thing. Um, father and son using the same girl that, that, that just disgusts me, you know? Eesh. Yeah. Um, I don't even, don't even want to go there really. Um, yeah. and they, they lie down at the altar and we talked about this earlier. Hey, Steve, mm-hmm, uh, they mm-hmm. lie down beside the altar on a garment taken in pledge, we said they've taken they've taken this stuff from people, and they're using it in in bad ways, and they're even laying by God's altar on these things. And really, what he's saying, remember, yet you, you were supposed to if you used a guy's coat, if you took his coat, you had to give it back to them because you didn't want them to freeze. This is how you treated your brothers, mm-hmm. right? This is this is Israelites treating Israelites, not mm-hmm. not foreign nations, but this is how they're treating each other. Okay. and he says, and they couldn't they weren't allowed to do that right um but they did it, they did it they they've been they've been profaning the name of God with their with their ill gotten practices against their brethren mm. and we we talk about that too that Christians should not do certain things against christians okay. you know um, yeah, and yeah. we we do it all nowadays, like you know
0: yeah
1: like but um you know, Christians take Christians to court, and 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 Paul says, you know, you guys got to work this stuff out. Don't do that kind of stuff. But we do all of that now. And right. He was saying to the Israelites, you can't. The Amorites are interesting people. Um, the Amorites. Now, I don't think Goliath. What was Goliath? He wasn't an Amorite, but he was
0: a Nazarite, wasn't he?
1: No, 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 no. Nazarite is um is an actual biblical thing, right? I forgot. I forgot what group of people they were fighting when they. Oh, sorry,
0: Goliath. Simpson. I. I'm thinking of well, I was thinking of Samson, not.
1: Oh, you were thinking of Samson with the Nazarite yeah. vow. Yeah, yeah, and that's sorry, coming sorry. up. That, oh, excellent! Yeah, that's coming sorry. up right away. Yeah. But the Amorites, um, they they were the people of the land when 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 Joshua came into the land, right? Okay. They, these were the people that they saw. They went, we they, we can't fight these guys. They're massive. They're monsters. They're huge. They're powerful. Right. And um, you know there there was that feeling that Goliath was nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Masoretic text, he was probably six foot eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, and, and remember his spear mm-hmm. didn't it have a, it, it's the head of the spear was like nine pounds. But, and, yeah. uh, yeah. and I, I used a nine pound sledge when I was working in construction and I swung that thing for most of a morning, just about kill you. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not throwing that thing as a spear, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's what Goliath had. Um, by the way, there's a cute little thing about David fighting Goliath, and and looking at the weapons he used rather than God being on his side. Hmm. That actually the sling was a was a much more modern, advanced weapon to anything Goliath had. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but anyway, anyway. So these guys, but but he says he says I tore down these Amorites before you. Am I not going to do the same thing to you? Like hmm. like I brought you out of Egypt. You know I led you in the. In the wilderness, and then I gave you their land when when we went over the Jordan, and and look what you do to it. Um, you take your Nazarites. Now the Nazarite vow, there were people that were Nazarites their whole lives. I think um, Samuel was right.
0: Yeah, he
1: must that really really nice hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by the time he was like forty five years old, but um, but and then but people would take the vow for a period of time. I think even Paul took a Nazarite vow for a while, and you didn't you didn't drink wine um during that period of time you didn't cut your hair and you had these things but they forced their Nazarites to do this and hmm. God says you can't do this stuff right you know? and the vow might mean very little to us but it, it meant something to them and and hmm. and God says when you take a vow before me you don't break that vow Yeah. Right. right you ever watch the Simpsons when um when Bart Bart makes a pledge with God. If you'll just give me another day, I will. I will spend the day studying. And they have that snowstorm in in June or something, mm. right? And Bart's going to take off and and play in the snow. And his sister comes and said, "Um, you ask God for this. You can't go." And it was kind of a weird little, like treat God well in the Simpsons thing. And yeah, and they often did in the Simpsons treat treat God well. It was <laughs> it was a it was a little oddity that I found in the show. But 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 that's what you had to do. The Nazarites they needed to leave them to do their thing, but the Israelites didn't do this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember, they this they had great wealth during this period of time. This was the time of Jeroboam II, who was who was a great leader when it came to money, but was a terrible leader when it came to serving God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what they said. You can't. Anyway, I'm yakking away here.
0: No, 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 that's time absolutely perfect. No, it's absolutely yeah. perfect.
1: Time to read on.
0: All right, folks, Larry set the table for us really nicely there, right? Because God is making that immediate comparison between these are all the nations that you wanted me to kill and do things to. And look, you're just as stupid. So let's keep going on. Verse 11, I also raised up prophets from among your children and Nazarites from among your youths. Is, it not, is this not true, people of Israel, declares the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, not the prophecy, now then, I will crush you as a cart crushes when loaded with grain. The swift will not escape. The strong will not muster their strength. And the warrior will not save his life. The archer will stand his, will not stand his ground. The fleet-footed soldier will not get away. The horseman will not save his life. Even the bravest
1: warriors will flee naked on that day, declares the Lord. Can you imagine? You know, These are, these are their best soldiers. So that was the Nazarite thing. Um, I, we, you're making them drink wine, and you're you're not allowing your prophets to prophesy. Mm-hmm. He's a remember Amos is a prophet, mm-hmm. and and they're not accepting his words. They they have their own fake prophets. They don't they don't have these real prophets. Right. Um, and then he and he uses all those all those illustrations of the of the cart crushing when it's loaded with grain, and and are soldiers. They said they're not they're not going to survive. The archers aren't going to last. And even your best soldiers are going to flee away naked. Hmm. I, I don't know why they're naked. <laughs> <laughs> could, could have taken time to put on a pair of pants, I think. But yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not a voluntary thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, possibly not. Possibly not. And, um, but, the, but the big thing is, is all of these things that you're putting your trust in, they are not going to sustain you. When God judges you. Yeah. Hmm. All of these things. Oh, we could almost, we could almost apply it to today. Couldn't we? Yeah. Let's not, let's not, Steve. <laughs> let's not apply it now. All these things that we put our trust in. And you and I know how, how just fragile our whole financial life is at mm-hmm. any point in time. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I, I remember at many times, um, uh, over the years thinking I am not far from the streets. Like yeah. Not
0: far from being out on the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind. Of, yeah. Yeah. I, I. Well, I just love how you've highlighted just how there. Um, he just appeals to everything. You know, slowly, right? You know, you trusted in Egypt, and you trusted in Assyria, and you trusted in, and now you think you can trust on your own stuff. All of this is just folly before me. Like, you will suffer.
1: Yeah, it is all a house of cards.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yes. Which actually describes my uh, career quite well. Um, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, chapter three, starting in verse one, folks. Hear this word, people of Israel. The word of the Lord has spoken against you, against the whole family I brought up out of Egypt. You only have I chosen of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Do two walk together unless they've agreed to do so? Does a lion roar in the thicket when it has no prey? Does it growl in the den when it has caught nothing? Does a bird swoop down to a trap on the ground when there is no bait there? Does the trap spring up from the ground if it has not caught anything? When the trumpet sounds in the city, do not the people tremble? When, the da- when disaster comes to a city, has not the Lord caused it? Surely, the so- be yeah. Yeah, Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets.
1: Yeah. Um, by the way, I does a lion roar when he has no prey?
0: I these are <laughs> things I do not know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning things right here in the script in the scripture. <laughs> I, I
1: forgot I forgot to look it up. I forgot I forgot. Does he does he stay quiet when he has no prey? Or does he is he roaring because he's upset that he has yeah. no prey? Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember which way it goes. Or is that <laughs> just his weird. stomach
0: at that point? You know, yeah. it's his stomach when he's not <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but obviously the, the bird, um, that doesn't swoop down to a trap that has nothing in it. Right. And, um, if it, and if it hasn't caught anything and the trumpet, when the trumpet sounds, people are going to tremble because that's a trumpet of warning. Mm -hmm. Like our phones that go off to give us the warning, freak us out of our mind in the, in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know? And, um, and that's what's, that's what's happening in Israel. And, and, and he says, he says, you are my chosen people. I'm judging you first. I'm yeah. I'm judging you. Well, he doesn't say first in this case. He does in other places, but he says, you know, remember they were so excited about the day of the Lord in some of these books, and he says, but it's coming to you first. And he, that's what he's saying to Israel. Remember, we're only I I think we're what? We're 25 years away from from the captivity here. Hmm. Okay. When he's writing, when he's speaking to them at this point, they're about 25 years from the captivity. Hmm. Hmm. So, um and maybe even less than that, right? Because it's what fifty. What did we say? Fifty was the earthquake. I think so. And and the captivity was thirty-two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So twenty years, even away. And he's saying, "This is all going to come upon you guys. Hmm. It's all coming upon you." And and I and I'm I I'm not going to do anything without revealing it. So 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 they could say, "Well, when did you tell us?" And and Amos would say, "I'm telling you right now." You know, like in in our school, so often when the teachers say to us, "Well, when were you going to tell us?" And we're saying, "That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're we're telling you <laughs> at this moment." <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not holding something back. This is when we were going to tell you. So <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and that's what we're doing, and that's what God's doing to Israel.
0: Yeah, it's that sense of the Lord revealing His hand. Right? We use that term quite a bit, and this is God's oh, like being that. plain. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not hiding this from you. I'm, I'm telling you forthright.
0: Yeah. Uh, verse 8, folks. The lion has roared. Who will not fear? The sovereign Lord has spoken. Who can but prophesy? Proclaim to the fortress of Ashod and to the fortress of Egypt. Assemble yourselves on the mountains of Samaria. See the great unrest within her and the oppression among her people. They do not know how to do right, declares the Lord, who store up in their fortresses what they have plundered and looted. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. An enemy will overrun your land and pull down your strongholds and plunder your fortresses. This is what the the Lord says. As a shepherd rescues from the lion's mouth only two leg bones or a piece of an ear, wow, (laughs) so the Israelites living in Samaria will be rescued only with the head of a bed and a piece of fabric from a couch. Hear this and testify against the descendants of Jacob, declares the Lord Almighty. On that day, I will punish Israel for her sins and destroy the altars of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off and fall to the ground. I will tear down the winter house along with the summer house. The houses adorned with ivory will be destroyed, and the mansions will be demolished. Declares the Lord.
1: Isn't that isn't that a, a, a incredibly descriptive piece there? Yeah. Um, so the lion has roared. So he's just saying, "I'm God has spoken now. I have to prophesy." Um, Ashdod, um, and Egypt there, yeah, come, come and have a look at what I'm going to do. Ashdod, Mm -hmm. um, assemble yourselves, but, but I just, this, this is so strong. What he has to say, um, you know, I'm going to overrun you, but a shepherd that's rescuing you're, you're, you're trying to rescue your sheep, but it's already torn to pieces by this lion. Yeah. Right. Did you like that?
0: yeah (laughs) two leg bones or a piece of an ear
1: (laughs) yeah 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 you're 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 really not saving the sheep at this point (laughs) yeah yeah he's pretty pretty, but and and he's saying to you that's all that's going to be left for you Mm. right you know a little bit of your bed a little fabric from your couch and this is what you're going to be dragging off when you go into Assyria yeah you're going to have nothing left when they take you and and we know this we know that um even even when we look at countries, and we're not saying anything bad about countries, but when 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 the oppressor comes and you're fleeing, I mean you're fleeing yes. with 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 the shirt on your back, with your coat if you're lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We, remember, we seen remember the, the revolution of Ukraine, right? That like that too. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's that's the thing, right? And and when we're and when we're looking at Ukrainians, I remember when um, oh I saw another country would. And for some reason, I keep thinking Spain, but I don't know why that is. And they can't, that can't be right. But they were, they were running off. uh, They were being oppressed and they were leaving, but they were dressed the way I dress. And Mm. I was like, hmm, this is the first time I've seen refugees that look like me. Right. And, and uh, all of a sudden that's really hitting home.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, these are not people that look like somebody from far away. These are people that look like, like Canadians. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and now I'm freaking out just a little bit when I see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so true.
1: Yeah. And that's what he's saying to them. He's saying, you know, you are going to go into captivity. Hmm. We've I've always felt like we were so safe here in Canada because we're we're so far from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Europe, stuff happens in Europe and and you know around Israel. You're right in the middle of it. Like yeah. it's happening all around you. You're right there, right. Uh-huh. But we're we're very far away, and this thing with Russia is the first time you're like, "Well, yeah, they're actually just over, just over there on the other side of Alaska, yeah, yeah. yeah very, very close, yeah. very close to us, yeah." And and that's what's happening to Israel here. He says they're going to drag you off, right? Yeah. Uh, One day I'll punish you for the sins. I'll destroy Bethel. Remember there were there was the altars. Uh, yeah. Bethel was house of God. And he says, I'm going to tear down your altars. I like this. I'm going to tear down your winter house and your summer house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to sound as pleasant as it does. Right. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. For, the, for those of you who live in Toronto, I'm going to tear down your, your condo and your cottage.
1: And your cottage too. Your Yeah. I'm going to, your cottage in Perry Sound, it's also gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all gone. And and I'm gonna destroy the ivory because you shouldn't be having things with ivory anymore anyway. I don't think that's what God was saying. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> I get you. I get you. The 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 valuable things will be gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, he wasn't saying, you know, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be making things from ivory anymore, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying everything that you value will be gone. Mm. Everything that we hold, we should hold very loosely and lightly because it belongs to God. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he can take it away at any time. Is
0: is this final thing also just taking them to task for that materialism as well?
1: Well, yeah, and I'm not sure it's materialism itself or just um, that you've that you've turned your back on God because mm. of your materialism. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if it's the materialism that's the that's the sin. I think it's that it, that that you've come to depend upon that rather than God. Mm. I get you. Yeah, because I want to believe that I can be incredibly wealthy and still serve God.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, we've heard it here first. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) And don't forget, to people around the world, you and I are incredibly wealthy.
0: Yes, yes, aren't we? Aren't we? Yeah, we are clearly well within the 1% when it comes to that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what a fascinating way to look at, like, God just... Just plainly telling them, like there is nothing yeah. else that you can rely on but me, and now I'm going to make you pay for your for your unfaithfulness,
1: yeah, yeah, you've done it to yourself yeah you've you've taken the wealth that I've allowed you to have and 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 put your trust in that wealth rather mm. than in me, but i but how can you get past I'm you know you're like a shepherd who saves a sheep with a couple of leg bones and a piece of an ear. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're saving nothing. You're saving yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It it feels it feels very close to home.
1: Yeah, it does to me too. It does to yeah. me. Um, you know, turn your hearts toward God. Is that Chuck Swindoll's thing? Turn That's your Chuck Swindoll.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's a very good expression. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, folks, maybe we should just leave you there with that somber thought of of god reminding us of our both our blessing and then how we've abused that blessing um my friend thank you that was an awesome awesome overview of that folks we're so glad that you join us we look at the numbers and uh of people that listen every week and we're encouraged by that so we thank you so much tell your friends relatives make up posters put them on telephone polls <laughs> uh, maybe not the telephone balls go in the supermarkets so supermarkets would be awesome with the little tearaway things that's the best way to go uh but anyway we're so thankful that you listen thank you for joining us each week and uh until next time i was steve he was larry and this was the Apocalypse larry podcast nice work if i can get control of the meeting again i can shut it down What is it doing? Oh, there it is. (laughs) Oh, Zoom is being so bad tonight.